Welcome to GoPro, a podcast dedicated to giving athletes the tools to transition, transform, and achieve their greater purpose in life. Get ready to go pro. Hey y'all, welcome back to the GoPro podcast. I'm your host as always, Nate Brown. And on the show today, we have a very special guest. Make no mistake, this brother has it going on. He's a well-known keynote speaker who has delivered presentations on some of the biggest stages at the most prestigious universities. He's the founder of Executive Image, an industry leader in professional presence training and development in young adults, and he's also an author. Welcome to the show, Will Baggett. Hey, what's going on, Nate, man? Thank you so much for the kind and warm introduction and for having me on your podcast here, man. It's a pleasure to connect with you and looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, coming on and, and taking time out your day to sit down with us at GoPro. So we highlighted at the show, you know, you've spoken on some of the biggest stages and you're also an entrepreneur. Just share with the listeners what your story is and kind of what events led you to the, the businessman that you are today. Well, Nate, thank you so much, man. Uh, I would like to quote one of my favorite, I guess, inventors in Isaac Newton that said that if I've seen further than others, it's by standing upon the shoulders of giants. And I've definitely had some giants that have influenced my life and career, man, and I wouldn't be here without them. Uh, you know, namely people like uh, Dr. Jamil Northcutt and Ty Brown or some people that come to mind, you know, initially when I think about just the huge impact they had on me and really just came from an outgrowth of wanting to help and develop people, just knowing that, you know, you get what you give and it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things where I never really planned it, you know, so to speak. I just really just wanted to give something that was impactful. Um, I'm actually introverted and very shy, so I have to kind of get in character, you know, kind of out of body, out of yeah. mind in a way to do that. Because, you know, on those stages or on, with those opportunities, it's not about, you know, how you're feeling or your own emotions. About It's about what you can give to other people. So you don't want to deprive them of your absolute best. So I think it's what led to it, man. It's just little by little, you know, volunteering and just sharing my message. And there were a lot of there are a lot of emails that, have, that were never returned, a lot of phone calls that were never returned. But uh, a guy named Tim Duncan took a, not that Tim Duncan, but took a chance on me uh, down at Clayton State University years ago. And I said, hey, man, I got something. He said, man, we really can't pay you anything, but, you know, come on in. And uh, I came in and you know, I did a, did a good job for him. And he's just been a huge supporter and a huge advocate, you know, for me. And that's really what kind of, you know, was a springboard. And over time, it's just about, you know, developing relationships, you know, really having content that is impactful and coming across in a genuine manner, knowing that you actually really want to help people and just seeing the impact. My favorite part is the follow up. You know, if I get emails or see anything on social media when people say they learned something and they really got a lot from it, that's my favorite part of it. And so that's how I kind of gauge or measure my success by the impact and by the, the changes and the development that was hopefully made. And, and hopefully it's something that's lasting, you know, for, for a while now. But over time, it just kind of, and I had to bootstrap it, you know, for a while just to kind of learn the ins and out of, you know, what it looks like to run a business and conduct business and things like that. So it's, uh, it's definitely been, you know, a, a process, but uh, one I wouldn't trade for the world. Wow. I appreciate you opening up and, and sharing with us kind of your journey and not just, you know, the successes that you had, but also some of those hurdles that you had to overcome. I know you had mentioned uh, public speaking, and, and that's a fear I think everybody has at some point in their life. Was that one of the biggest hurdles that you had to overcome, or, or what was the biggest challenge that you feel like you had to encounter? 
Yeah, I would say, you know, in a way, I mean, it still is, you know, every every time because, you know, sometimes the nerves kind of get there or get the best of you at times. But, you know, someone once told me that it's, it's not if, if if you get nervous, that doesn't mean it's something bad. It just means that you care. You know, getting nervous just means that you care. But if you get to a point where you can't perform, you know, then you're in, in a way being selfish, so to speak. So it's kind of like what I was talking about earlier. So just the, the piece about just, you know, speaking you know, publicly on different things is um, something that over time just kind of develop it and I've watched great speakers and I've listened and learned from them and how they deliver message and study study a lot of body language and you know, nonverbal communication because that's one of the biggest things. Uh, obviously now, you know, a lot do a lot of Zoom stuff so you're having to get even more creative and to keep you know keep people engaged. But it's it's a welcome challenge and something I've you know I've learned to embrace. Uh, over time, but I mean, yeah, I, I approach everything from how you do anything is how you do everything from that perspective, and that's just kind of you know what has uh, led to it today, and uh, I really enjoy it and, and really love it. Yeah, I, I also love that perception on nervousness and you know kind of the fear of the unknown. Someone once put it this way for me: nervousness just is excitement with a negative outcome, and excitement is just that same feeling but with a positive outcome so don't be afraid like you said to step into that unknown zone of nervousness um, because you never know the outcome and it sounds like everything ended up working out in your favor in in the long run but you had also mentioned um the comments on social media and and kind of the the takeaways that some of your viewers have got i want to take a deeper dive into the great work that you do with the executive image um, you know, with over 25 million users on Instagram, it's safe to say that the viewership and like the global presence of social media has grown at an astounding rate. So I want to give you some time to walk us through what advice you have when it comes to developing and enhancing one's digital brand. Absolutely, man. That kind of goes right into, you know, one of our tenets of our presentation or our platform, we talk about the ABCs of professional presence or personal branding with your appearance, behavior, communication skills, and as you mentioned, your, your digital brand. You know, so with that, when it comes down to it, man, it's all about the content, man. You know, content, you know, they, you know, they say speed kills, you know, content kills in this day and age, man, because, you know, we're all looking for something to stick our, stick our teeth in, whether that's, you know, engaging video or photo or graphic or, you know, whatever that looks like. So I think it's really important to uh, really just, you know, share about who you are to show, you know, what you're, what you're interested in, because it's going to help with your brand recall. You know, your consistency plus your frequency equals your brand recall. People, you know, see what you do or know what you do on a consistent basis. And you doing that frequently is going to lead to you know, your brand being recalled and being, being top of mind and knowing that you're a thought leader or an expert in a certain space. So that's what I would say is one of the most, you know, most impactful things you can do. And also engagement. You really have to engage with other people's content. You really have to you know, uh, you know, make make you know, make comments on it, not just you know, be a passerby. You know, really just engage with some, someone because they posted that content, you know, for consumption. You know, and also when it comes to social media, what you put out in a court of public court of public consumption is is open for judgment in a court of public opinion. So you have to be very mindful of that. And so when you're developing your social strategy and how you want to present yourself, you really have to think about your core values. And is everything that you're doing related or tying back to your core values? And if it's not, then you have to make sure you answer that question and say, okay, why am I sharing this content or typing this up or putting this out there if it doesn't align with my core values? And so that's one of the most important things, I think, you know, for people that are seeking to you know, build their brand is figuring out what space do you want to occupy in people's mind? Uh, what's that look like for you? Because a personal brand is personal. It's not, you know, emulating anyone else. 
it's about being true to yourself and authentic to yourself and with everything that you want to accomplish, you know, in that regard. So that's probably what I've, you know, uh, have gleaned, you know, from my own experience. But there are people that uh, far, you know do it far better than I do. But I learn a lot from observation and watching the best that do what they do. And that's, you know, that's probably, if anything, why I'm, I've had, if I've had any margin of success is because I've watched other people. I've observed other people. I really studied the greats, you know, kind of like J. Cole. Definitely not the greatest. Uh, definitely still yeah. learning, still trying to grow, still trying to improve, but definitely watching the grace and those that do it the best is uh, something that's a, it's a passion of mine. Yeah, no, that's some that's some very practical advice and very applicable to, you know, the everyday social media user. This question has kind of been on my mind, given the, the recent events and the news and, and kind of just where America's at today. What steps should athletes or just even the everyday common user take when it comes to speaking out and giving a voice to topics that, you know, may be controversial for some, but it's everyday life for for others, such as like police brutality, uh, LGBTQ rights, things that may be deemed as like walking on eggshells. What advice would you give when it comes to speaking out on those topics on your social media platform? Yeah, I would say that, you know, if it's something that's important to you, you know, there's something that you if you're an activist or you're seeking social change or something that has inf- impacted or affected you directly and you want to see change in that, I by all means stand behind that. You know, there's some I heard a guy say recently says, look, I'm not going to be, you know, the one out there marching in the streets and, and doing all kind of things. He says, but I'll, I'll, I'll buy you. I'll buy you a poster to put your sign on. You know, so everyone has their kind of own place and own and own, I guess, comfort level with what they want to share. But I really appreciate and love, though, that they stand up for, for, for change and stand up for just the things that are right. Because you just never know how it's impacted them in their life. You never know what they've gone through and why it's such a passion of theirs for them to get their message out and to express themselves. Because they're maybe not doing it for themselves, but for the next person so they don't have to endure what they did when they were, when they were going through things. So I think it's, uh, it's very important. I would say just make sure you, know, you are strategic in that and that you have you know, a, a, a passion behind the post, you know what I mean? In terms of, you know, also a strategy, you know, cause hope is not a strategy. It's not something you can just put in the bottle and just yeah. shake up and just hope something just changes. So just thinking about, you know, what practical steps and, and, and things you want to see change and what can you outline like, Hey, numerically say, Hey, this, I want to see this, 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 and this, what can you put in place in that way for things to, to move forward? So I think it just having a strategy. Um, but if it's something that's important to you, no matter what that is, because we all have things that are important to us. So, those that may speak out on things that may be somewhat controversial, that's just controversial to us, not controversial to them. So I think we have to look at their perspective and really appreciate, you know, what they're doing and why they're trying to do it. So that's the kind of my approach and take on that. That's a great answer. And just to kind of piggyback on that, you know, you never know who's watching too. I just know personally, you know, when I see some of the role models that I enjoyed watching as a kid post and stand up for for rights that impact me as a, as a black man in America, it is, is inspiring and it also a breath of fresh air knowing that someone out there cares about some of the same things that, that I'm passionate about as well. So I guess this is more of a life question and just out of my own curiosity, what is something that you used to chase in your life that you no longer pursue? Wow. Ooh. Man, that's a great <laughs> question. I would, I would say, man, that's awesome. I would say you know, money. You know, you, you think people think that you know money's going to make them happy. I can guarantee you it doesn't. You know, and I think you have to really find the passion in what you're doing. 
Um, and when you find that and you do it at a high level and you do it right, you know, the money will follow. But I think just strictly chasing money for the sake of just wanting to, you know, buy certain things or have material things is not a, a great strategy or, or approach to take. Because you think about it, we've been, I guess, in quarantine for, you know, going on, I guess, you know, four months now. And all the stuff that we have in our closets has just been sitting there collecting dust. You know, nobody's really seen that. So it's like, you know, has this, does this stuff really have the same value when nobody else sees it? Now, if you, if you have a passion, you know, for instance, like I like different things, like I like jewelry and things like that. And I can go buy something. I don't care anybody if anybody sees it. You know, I like it. And if you have things like that that you like, that you enjoy, and you don't care if anybody sees it or gives you praise and applause. And if that's, you know, Air Jordans and you want to go buy a room full of them, go buy a room full of them. But just make sure you're doing it for you. That's kind of my, my own know kind of take on that and speaking of the reason i say that because i know a guy that has a room full of air jordans he has insurance on all of them but that's his thing and that's what he's passionate about he doesn't care anybody has to say about that so that's what i think is uh something that's really really key and and important is to uh, just really just understand the essence of what life is all about and what it's not about and things that you think may make you happy because there's this thing called a rival fallacy saying that if i get you know this job or i get this amount of money or i get you know, this person, then I'll be happy. And that's really, you know, not true because you'll get to that point, you'll feel kind of a high for a little while, and then you'll just go back to where you were. So I think you really have to find kind of joy in the journey, so to speak, you know, within yourself and not just chase the things that it can be gained from that, so to speak, and not, not the material things, so to speak. But there's something, a lot of things that money can't buy. And I think we have realized that, that no matter, you know, what amount of money you've had, you may be in a different living situation, but you haven't been able to, you know, stop what's been going on, right? So there's just some things out of your control. So the things that are in your control, you know, you want to take, you know, full advantage of, and that's, you know, your happiness and your joy first and foremost. Man, that can't be grounded in material things or possessions. I would say. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You're on a roll with these answers. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of all I got for you. I honestly just want to give you the floor. If there's any other advice you'd have for anyone seeking guidance going into business or going into a transition or even, um, you know, anything left on your mind about social media that, that you want to share before we uh, close out here? Yeah, I would say, you know, anyone that's going into business, you know, there's resources out there that you can utilize, but the best teacher is experience, but you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of all of the resources you can and having those, you know, right conversations. Uh, there's, there's so much I've learned, just kind of learned by doing by trial and error, but a lot of mistakes I didn't have to make because I had people that were helping me and educating me along the way. So if you're seeking to go into business or, you know, make sure that you have something that's solving a problem, you know, and a problem can be, it doesn't have to be like a big problem. It can be a service, but, you know, understand what you're solving, you know, and understand the marketplace that you're playing in. So if you want to develop a clothing line, well, understand that, you know, it's going to be a re really competitive marketplace and you have to have a unique value proposition, something that you do better than anybody else in the country, something that no one can offer the way that you offer. That's what you really have to, to get to and really have to develop within yourself, you know, for you to really just be able to thrive. Uh, I think especially when there's so much competition and so many smart people seeking to do a lot of the same things. Uh, but, you know, and some of the best inventions or best you know, best things that we use today have come from innovation, not from people that have that initially just went out and 
maybe invented something, but saw something that was out there and made it better. So I think if you approach that, you know, from your own lens, it's like, okay, how can I make something that may be already out there? How can I make that better? What can I, what can I do to improve that? Or how can I put my own spin on that? And you'll find a lot of success in that, I think, because you don't you have to go through some of the trials that other people had to go through in the, in the development of that. And I think that can be, you know, really, a, really a positive that works in your favor that can save you, save you uh, time, energy, and money. And that's what a system is all about. So system simply stands for save yourself time, energy, and money. That's what system stands for. And so when you develop that system, you know, for yourself and for your life, you'll find things to come a lot, lot easier to you, a lot smoother. But that comes, you know, first from just, you know, self-education and also just having, you know, a passion behind what you're promoting and uh, not giving up. And that's what I, I would say is uh, the most important, no matter what you're going into, what you're seeking to accomplish. Yeah, no, I love I love the ending of that um, and just the the power and resiliency. So um, thanks again, man, for, for taking time out of your day to uh, to sit down and drop some knowledge on the GoPro podcast. Um, is there any particular platform that users can get in touch with you if they have any questions, um, your LinkedIn, Instagram or, or anything that you like to share? Oh, sure. Well, thank you for the opportunity, Nate. It's my 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 social media is Twitter and Instagram. It's at w underscore b-a-g-g-s so at w underscore bags and linkedin just will bag it uh, not hard to find so if anyone wants to connect you know feel free to to let me know and um, i pre- really appreciate this opportunity man it was a great conversation and some some really really good questions that really made me think and, and dig deep well there you have it guys another episode on gopro and tune in next week for more take care Thanks for listening to the GoPro Podcast with your host, Nate Brown. Feel free to leave a review and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify.